Star Wars 7x7, episode 719. Today, are we getting faked out by the whole Kylo Ren Jedi Academy massacre situation? There's some compelling evidence to suggest that we have a strong similarity to a special kind of fake out we received from the original trilogy. We're looking at all of this today. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, I'm Amy Rackliff from Full of Sith, and you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod, and just to refresh everyone's memory, here is what little we know, or at least what little we think we know, about the whole Jedi Academy situation that happened sometime between the Battle of Endor and The Force Awakens, possibly, perhaps, probably in between Bloodline and The Force Awakens, but we can't even really say that for sure. So in the movie, Han says that Luke was training a new generation of Jedi and said one boy, an apprentice, turned against him and destroyed it all. Luke felt responsible. He walked away from everything. Now we're all jumping to the conclusion that the boy Han Solo is talking about is Ben Solo, a.k.a. Kylo Ren, which of course makes a bit of logical sense, doesn't it? I mean, he would say one boy to Finn and Rey, who he doesn't know from Adam the first time he meets him, and wouldn't necessarily say one boy, my son, is the one who did it. But even so, I'm starting to wonder about this, or at least have my initial doubts about the situation. And here is why. So, as I've mentioned a couple of times this week, I've been looking at the Star Wars The Force Awakens Visual Dictionary, and there are a couple of things about Kylo Ren in here that have me hesitating a little bit. So, here is one excerpt right here. It says, Kylo Ren betrayed the other Jedi students studying with Master Luke Skywalker and is responsible for their destruction. Now, I don't know about you, but... The use of the word betrayed and destroyed put me in mind of a certain other Jedi Master who used those words in ways that we, as fans, were not used to thinking about them. Yes, I'm speaking of none other than General Obi-Wan Kenobi, who claimed that Darth Vader betrayed and murdered Anakin Skywalker, and later said that when Anakin was seduced by the dark side of the Force, that the good man that he had been was destroyed. So, of course, when I read Betrayed and Destroyed inside the Visual Dictionary, I'm thinking to myself, hmm, that might not mean what we think it means. So I'd love to know your take on it. Is it possible that Lucasfilm is pulling a fast one on us and there is a lot more to this story than we have any idea about? Chime in in the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. So here's what I'm starting to wonder. There's that scene in The Force Awakens where Kylo Ren is talking to the melted mask of Darth Vader and talking about feeling the pull to the light again and knowing that Supreme Leader Snoke must sense it. Now, interestingly, Kylo seems to think that this is a bad thing and that he should be going one way or the other in The Force. But the Visual Dictionary doesn't seem to have that same thing. It talks about him being the embodiment of conflict, drawing upon contradictory teachings and deriving power from discord. Now, he must be doing this unconsciously in the sense that 
He's not trying to foster the discord inside him that seems to be giving him so much power. He's actually trying to take sides actively, even as he feels himself being pulled in two different directions. But it turns out that, according to the Visual Dictionary, this pulling in two different directions is exactly what Snoke seems to want to happen. He doesn't want to resolve it one side or the other. At least that's the impression that we're given from the Visual Dictionary. And here's the line in specific. The Supreme Leader believes Ren to be the ideal embodiment of the Force, a focal point of both light and dark side ability, quote-unquote. Now, to complicate matters even further, Supreme Leader Snoke, of course, in the movie tells Kylo Ren that not even Ren, Master of the Knights of Ren, has ever faced such a task, actually facing down his father, and Ren thinks he's up to the task and seems to believe that killing Han Solo is what he's supposed to do. But, you know, this push and pull back and forth, you know, I don't know, maybe he is supposed to go that way, and maybe then he's supposed to save somebody else and have that level of discord maintained, but Supreme Leader Snoke, in feeling probably through the force that he killed his dad, that it's time to complete Kylo Ren's training, but what exactly does that mean? How is he going to have Kylo Ren continue to be the focal point of both dark and light side force energy after this act that he's committed? Well, the answer could lie in the novelization of The Force Awakens, where instead of just a simple thank you and some emotional gravity in the moment, the actual description in The Force Awakens novelization suggests that Kylo Ren is actually kind of sickened by what he's done, that there's a weakness that comes within him as a result of having committed this fratricidal act. Which brings me full circle back to the idea that we started with about Lucasfilm possibly pulling a fast one on us about the betrayal and destruction of the Jedi. And yes, the visual dictionary talks about Kylo Ren being whispered about as a Jedi killer amongst the First Order and that he's instrumental in preventing the return of the Jedi Order, but I don't know. I think something else might be going on here. I'll throw out this as a possible explanation. Is it possible that Supreme Leader Snoke ended up convincing Kylo Ren slash Ben Solo into revealing where Luke was training new Jedi and that the Knights of Ren ended up showing up as a result to create havoc and mayhem and destruction and that Kylo Ren ended up being sort of the public face of that or that whatever his betrayal was of the new Jedi to the Knights of Ren, maybe that became the way that he was quote-unquote destroyed as Ben Solo and became Kylo Ren and the master of the Knights of Ren. Ultimately, I think we're going to have a certain point of view situation happening here. And I'd love to know if you think that's possible, too. Again, chime in at the comments of the blog post for this show's episode at SW7X7.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. You're listening to this podcast. Maybe you'd like to listen to a Star Wars story, too. Luckily, we've got just the thing for you. We've partnered with Audible to give you a free download and a free 30-day trial of their awesome service. All you got to do is go to audibletrial.com slash SW7X7 to sign up and get your free download. They've got dozens of Star Wars titles, anything you want to do to explore that galaxy far, far away. One more time for you, audibletrial.com slash SW7X7. All right, I've got a trivia question here for you. I don't know what to do! Last time we asked you on what level of Maz Kanata's castle did Ray find the lightsaber, and that was in the basement. Today's question, what's Ray's bright idea for defeating the Guavian Death Gang and Kanja Club while she's trapped underneath the flooring in Han and Chewie's freighter? 
Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before your scopes go dead and you start the landing cycle, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'd be spectacularly grateful if you put a little something in the tip jar at Patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a slimy mud hole, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2016 Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.